This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's talk about the future national champion. Wow. In college football. (laughs) Wow. A lot of people talk. A lot of people say a lot of wrong things. But I'm going to be the one that sets the record straight. Here I was thinking you picking Tiger to win the Open would be the craziest thing to come out of your mouth. <laughs> and you proved me wrong, Quinn PJ, Mayo. don't tell the people I picked Tiger to well win the Open, all right? Done. <laughs> the national champions this year will be the Maryland Terrapins. Yes. Not saying that you should bet it right now, just saying that I'm a delusional Terps fan and looking at a win total that's six. What national champion? Give me the last last national champion that had a win total preseason of six. <laughs> I don't think it's ever happened in the history no. of college football. But the, that being the, go ahead. No, I was going to say the lowest in recent memory probably had to be the LSU Joe Burrow team. Yeah. Probably had to be like nine, nine or something like that. Probably, but, yeah, eight and a half, but nine. But yeah, this Terps team, Q, unfortunately, they're not going to win the national title game, but hopefully they can get back to a bowl game. And if they're going to do that, it's going to be because of their offense. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Real quick, though, just looking at Maryland, Q, Mike Loxley, we got to give him some props. They had six straight losing seasons prior to last year, Mm -hmm. and then they go seven and six last year. They win a bowl game against Virginia Tech. So build some momentum heading into this season, which was great to see. Now that offense, which I just alluded to, fourth in total offense and scoring offense in the Big Ten last season, and they were 13th in the nation in passing offense. Mm -hmm. And Q, they're bringing those boys back. Yeah. We know little Tua, Talia, he's slinging, the, he's slinging the rock at quarterback. He's got his receivers coming back for Kim Jarrett. That's baby Tua. Dante Demas and Jacob Copeland, a transfer from Florida. He comes over to join the mix. Baby Tua, as you like to say, he had 26 touchdowns and 4,000 yards passing last season. And Rakim Jarrett, 62 catches. Demas was a monster, looked like an NFL receiver. He had an injury returning a kickoff against Iowa. It was bad. That whole game was terrible. Oh, that whole game was awful. Man, everybody got hurt that night. That was one of the worst football games I've watched from like a— It was typical Maryland. It was bad. We were so hyped for that game. There was so much buildup to it. It was a Friday night. The whole country was watching, and then they just lay in it. Yeah, they made their uh, socks yellow. If you know, you know. They did make their socks yellow. But the offense is going to be great. All five starters back are two on the O-line. You don't see that much in college football. But the Terps, they return their quarterback, their two best receivers. They get a good receiver in the transfer portal. The O-line's back. And they have two backs taking over for Tavon Fleet Davis, who was very good last year. They have guys in the program, Kobe McDonald being one of them. I think the Terps' offense is going to be more than fine, Q. They're mm-hmm. going to score some points. Now, the defense is going, to be, is going to have to be better. They were 12th in the Big Ten in total defense last season. 13th in scoring. They were really good against bad competition, bad offenses, but they were awful against the great offenses. And that's why they beat the teams they were supposed to beat and lost to the teams that they were supposed I mean, to beat. That lose could be to. said for their offense, too. Their offense always goes off that's on true. like the Randolph Makings. Right. Like, but when you start playing the big boys, they, they just can't seem to get out their own way. Now, of course, injuries did play a part in that, but still, that's been like the storyline of this offense for a few years now. It's a so. very good point. Yeah. It's a very good point. 
The defense, they return Ruben Hippolyte, great name, middle linebacker. He comes back. So does corner Tarheeb Still, Jacorin Bennett. They have a bunch of new guys. Those are kind of the three key guys. Bunch of turnover on that defense. Some young players that they're going to have to develop. And they're missing two guys, Q, who accounted for all six of their interceptions last year. They mm-hmm. had two guys who had three picks each. They're both gone. So the defense needs a more One is the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, Nick Cross. Uh, Nick Cross. He's gone. Mm-hmm. So the Terps defense is going to be young. It's going to be inexperienced. They're going to need to develop quickly. But Loxley's done some good things in the recruiting. He's gotten some nice young talent, and hopefully they can produce on the field this season for Maryland to go along with that offense. Q, when we look at the schedule now in the Big Ten, we know it's loaded because they play in the Big Ten East. They have to start the season 3-0 if you want to win this over-under of six games. They do. They start with Buffalo at home, at Charlotte, and home against SMU. Those are three wins, I'm telling you. I think so, too. Yep. If they go 2-1, and one, though, your win total's fried. Yes. So they have to go 3-0. and Then we start getting into Big Ten play, Q, and it's not pretty. There are only two for sure winnable games that I feel good about are home against Northwestern and Rutgers. Would you agree? Yeah. So they're 5-0 and right there. We need two more wins out of the next seven games on their schedule. The problem is they play at Michigan, Home against Michigan State. What the heck? Do you see the schedule, dog? It's unbelievable. This is like fa- this is this is like we won the Super Bowl last year, and now we have to right, face we won a gauntlet. The division yeah. and we have to play all the we have other to play one all seeds. the other one seeds. What the heck? Home against Purdue at Indiana. Jesus. Then they get Wisconsin at home at Penn State. No, they're at Northwestern before that. And it's, home against Iowa State. Right. Well, we mentioned oh, the Northwestern yeah, yeah, yeah. and Rutgers because those yeah. are wins. Yep. I got you. Yeah, Wisconsin, so Penn State, Ohio State, then Rutgers. Oof. Last year they needed that Rutgers when they got it. They they're gonna have, they're gonna have to need uh, use that Rutgers win again this year to hit the over on their win total. Um, I wish the number was like a five and a half. I do too. But a six, I can get a push, so right. that's cool. Right. And um, they just need to win one of those other seven games if they win the other five that we think they will. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I just need one more. Look, I think home against Michigan State, home against Purdue at Indiana. I think they win one of those three. I don't think they're they not win beating two. Michigan State. I think they win one of the three. I think they could beat. You're high on Indiana this year, aren't you? Not, not really. You're not. Not really. I just. Who were you arguing with me about yesterday? There was um, a team that you were. It started with the I. Was it Illinois? Because we love Illinois. No, we like Illinois unders. I mean, I like I like Iowa just in general. Kirk okay. Ferentz. Maybe hey, I, maybe Indiana, I was okay. I mean, Nebraska. I kind of like just because they play everybody close. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna you know be world beaters this season. Okay. But I just don't like the Terps on the road in the Big Ten. Game. Yeah. I just don't like them on the road. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Because <sighs> they're not winning at Michigan. They're not beating Penn State again like they did two years ago in Happy Valley. And they're not beating Ohio State. And they're not beating at Wisconsin. They're not winning at Wisconsin. So mm-hmm. those are four games you can throw out. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to Michigan State, Purdue, and Indiana. And that's going to determine your win total. Yeah. If they win one of those three games, you push. If they win two, you're going to win. And if they lose all three, you're going to lose. Yeah. Mm. I would lean the over. I do think there's something to be said for this team going and having that bowl game last year. You give your you give your young guys, and, and a lot of the guys on that roster, a head start heading into the spring. Loxley's building a real like a real program there. He loves recruiting. The, the players love Loxley as well. We love him. We used mm-hmm. to work with him at NBC Sports Washington um, as a guest analyst. Like I really believe in what they're doing. Like you said, first – uh, winning season in six years. They do change uh, coordinators on the uh, defensive side of the ball as well as the special team coordinator. Uh, they added uh, Brian Williams uh, as 
their defensive coordinator. This is their fourth DC in four years Ooh. or many years, not four years. Um, but that's ridiculous. So much turnover on the defensive side of the ball because no they can't stop anybody. Right. Uh, I think you need some consistency. But when I look and I say they're not conference slate with those three winnable games already coming off the high of what they came, what they went through last year. I think there's going to add to what what they bring to the football field. They just have to stay healthy and take another step. I think this, they're in the right direction. Seven wins would be a great thing for the win total, of course. But I don't know how you can quite get there, though. I mean, I know they're going to put up a ton of points, which is has to factor into something. But can their defense get enough stops to where Tua doesn't have to put a 40 or baby Tua doesn't have to get you 40 points a night just to have a chance? And it can Brian Williams come through and take over that defense and change that defense to stop somebody, especially when we're talking about yeah. we're not talking about like Buffalo, Charlotte, SMU. Right. Can you guys stop Purdue? Can you stop Indiana? Or am I going to have to depend on baby Tua to, to go crazy? And complete another, what, 68% of his passes just for them to have a chance this season. I don't think they can do that. It's a, it's a rough it's number. Tough. The, big, the Big Ten East is loaded. Maybe there's a nice sandwich spot for the Terps where they can catch somebody sleeping and that offense can drop 40 and shock somebody. Gun to your head, what are you doing this? I'm taking the over because I think it'll be a push so you'll get your money back and the upside is with the over. I'm with that too. Yeah. I like the over.